0: once knew these two guys, each in their own way, had had it all and blew it, left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken welcome to the every movie ever podcast with your hosts ben groves and rob McFarlane. this episode contains spoilers hello everyone and welcome to the every movie ever podcast my name is ben groves
1: and uh, my name is rob McFarlane. how are we doing today
0: doing pretty well man the sun's out. I've gone and hung out with the pooch. Nice. We played fetch with the comically large stick, so that was nice. That's
1: good. We took ours to um a little bit of uh, the river a river down by Bristol called Snuff Mills. Uh which isn't uh, the 8 millimeter film with Nick Cage. It's uh <laughs> it's just a it's just a nice bit of woods. Yeah. And uh through sticks in the river for ages. Aww. She came back absolutely knackered. She's going to sleep well tonight. It's good. I love that, man. I love that. Yeah. What, what were you we we doing today? To- <laughs> ah, snap. We are doing the uh, the 1989 classic Tim Burton directed first sort of serious comic book referencing feature output of Batman 1989 Tim Burton with starring Michael Keaton and Jack fucking Nicholson.
0: Dude, this was a first watch for me as well. Was this a first watch for you? I was convinced that I'd seen it and I was yeah? convinced that I was like, I knew what was happening and then it started and I was like... I know nothing of this. I don't know anything that's going on right now. Yeah. Like, yep. It was all a new experience and uh, it's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the few VHS that we
1: had legally bought from Virgin Megastores. Everything else was like... Uh, like, uh, I, I
0: knew you'd be a Virgin Megastores boy. We were HMV through and through, man. I used to work in Virgin Megastores, mate. I used that's to work in HMV. Fuck you, let's fight. Fuck you, let's go, let's Fuck go. Fuck you, let's, let's fight. At the crack of <laughs> noon. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah no all of our all of our um, all of our movies were taped off the TV so you'd have to like rewind Same. through the advert bits and all that sort of shit we had a damp problem in our house so like all the tapes got mildew on them and you'd have to like fast forward and rewind all the yeah, time yeah that was
0: my excuse too for when I was just wanking off furiously over VHS <laughs> <laughs> like the adverts for Tarrant on TV <laughs> <laughs> beadle's about um, <laughs> oh, give him a big hand <laughs> Hey,
1: he must have felt huge when he had a wank
0: can you imagine
1: he must have just been like I am so well hung <laughs> 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 oh
0: god it's gone wrong already uh, that guy uh, was an absolute legend man I fucking you love what? that guy
1: I, I know nothing about him except for the fact that he did you being framed and I was like that's what
0: made him amazing you being serious what else did he do beetle's about
1: (laughs) (laughs) isn't isn't that just a version of yeah i mean to to be fair i know the phrase beetle's about
0: i I don't think i ever watched it probably something yeah so Uh, let's continue this tangent of jeremy (laughs) Beadle, because apparently that's what this episode is now uh born to jeremiah no i'm joking um so, yeah, what do you think of the what did you think of uh, of Tim Burton's Batman? This is, obviously this isn't a first watch for you. You had a No, no. no. So I this a, I a VHS that you used to <laughs> dust off every now
1: and then. We had this and Batman returns on original like actually purchased VHS and mm-hmm. um this was like the Batman of my my childhood. I hadn't seen it since then. And there are some decisions in there that are surprising to by the way, this, right, this is a 32-year-old film, so we're going to be spoiling the fuck out of it, and I've got no sympathy for anybody listening who hasn't seen it at this point. You've had your chance. Um, I mean, I've only just watched it, so <laughs> I know that it's a full possibility. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, but, like, come on. If you've
1: not watched it by this point, it's not like you're passionate about the film.
0: Do you know what yeah, I Yeah, mean? I'm it's not going like, to lie. If I hadn't oh watched God. it this week for this podcast, I'd be pissed off if someone spoiled it for me. Really? Well, I wouldn't know it'd be spoiled because I'd be like, yeah, I know that film. And then they talk about it and I'd be like, no, 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 you're an yeah, you're idiot. That's the once, wrong Batman. <laughs> once again, you are an edge case, but yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. I'm yeah, proud yeah. of it. Uh, no, I loved it. I loved it. There was lots to love about it. But I think, again, there's a lot of it that's very different from what we sort of assume Batman is now. This is This is closer to Batfleck. But it's not all the way there. Yeah, it is. If you compare it to Adam West, so I'm talking comparatively to the Adam West like goofiness. I mean, this is much more of like a gothic fantasy version. It's still much more comic book. It's still much more sort of rounded. It's not gritty. You wouldn't call this a gritty Batman.
0: Mm, Maybe not. I'd call it a gritty Joker. I think Jack Nicholson's like Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker in this one is is one of my favorites that I've ever seen. He's literally, it blew my absolute dick off. Like, because it's taken this character, right? You, you go back to the 66 Batman. This is what, this is the only reference that we have at the moment for this episode, right? So the 66 Batman, he, uh, the Joker was like an outlandish, kind of over the top giggly. He seemed to be like a little bit of a mess right yeah yeah. yeah but he yeah. was always the facilitator he was always the one that had that missing piece of the puzzle he was always the one that was like having a laugh and a giggle and just really fucking like reveling in the moment yeah right? yeah, yeah and that's what made me love him because he was mental but he had his shit together enough to go <laughs> yeah alright so you've got an exploding octopus penguin yeah, and you've yeah. got a rocket to write shit in the sky a Riddler <laughs> but who's got a fucking suitcase Jack in the box, that's yeah. also a jack-in-the-box fucking <laughs> catapult moi
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, was yeah. cool. But
0: then you got Jack Nicholson, who is a certified psychopath, fully-fledged murdering criminal. Before, was, yeah, before. This, is before... this is way before Joker. He's just insane. Like, he's just an insane criminal who has worked his way up from the bottom, like, through organised crime, just worked his way up to the top to be, like, the second in charge of, like, a fucking organised crime criminal empire, right? And it's only at this point when he oversteps the boundary because he obviously has like the criminal mentality and all this yeah, stuff yeah, where yeah. he starts trying to well he, he doesn't start trying to he, he ends up fucking His the number one yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know mistress mistress or yeah, whome- yeah. whomever she may be um that he gets fucked over but it's it's that element of the joker that i was like you know what that is fucking i think i brings think this whole gangster old school there's a, there's a
1: huge there's a huge detective noir old school bugsy malone vibe exactly to this film yes it's ev- every every bad guy's got a thompson submachine gun yes and a fedora and he's not got a neck beard like the rest of you out there listening with your fedoras
0: on he's, are you taking the piss because we're using we're on video right now for the second time ever and i haven't shaved so if that's a comment on my neck beard furious no no because you've, you've actually got you've actually
1: got beard on your
0: face as well I don't as your know. Neck. Look at this. This is there's nothing there. It's just neck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see if I do this, yeah. just neck. Okay, don't worry, your... listeners. I understand that this is an audio podcast and you can't see this, but I am showing Rob. Yeah, yeah. That I have nothing but neck beard yeah, and a he looks tiny like a chin. Sort
1: of fucked up monk from the 1500s. <laughs> 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 um, no, this has got a big sort of Bugsy Malone 1940s black and white gangster movie vibe to it. There are things that this does really well, um like the sort of the fear mongering aspect of there's a theatricality to Batman in this film, which is dropped in the later films where he's literally like dropping down from things with his wings outstretched, like a do you know what it reminded me of? The nineteen forties Universal Monsters movies. It's like a it's like a weird love child between a nineteen forties original uh universal monster movie and a gangster movie smashed together, and it's almost like these two, um, these two differing aesthetics of cinema come together and have their sort of avatars in Batman as the universal monster and the Joker as the gangster, and then they sort of clash. It's a clash of cinematic styles. It's a clash of narrative styles. It's fantastic in all those ways. I think there are choices I didn't like,
0: um, but we'll get to them. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I d- think I think. Few, there's a few places in this movie where it lost me and it got a little bit too fantastical. Fantastical, that's, yeah, that's a, word. a word, yeah, that's yeah. a word. Fuck you, dyslexia. I win, <laughs> Ben one, dyslexia zero. Um, <laughs> which is with a Z, not an X, yeah, yeah. I can't spell it, so you know, maybe it's one one now. Um, <laughs> so there's parts of this that are a little bit too fantastical for me, but the criminals, yeah, uh, the the fucking the floating down from shit the the way that he just always has it's fucking batman right and he's he's like escaping joker's henchmen at one moment and he has uh what's her name vicky vicky vale the reporter he has vicky vale in vicky vale and in tail in toe he's with vicky vale <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking, yeah. I, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have started the fight with dyslexia That's like, it's like 3-1 there. Um, So he's, he's got Vicky Vale with him and he's like How much do you weigh? Uh, about yeah, pounds yeah, yeah. Okay grab the thing on my belt I'm like you're fucking Batman, she doesn't know what she's doing <laughs> Grab what thing on your belt It's a fucking utility belt, it's not just here's a belt With my yeah, one yeah. Motorola cell phone Like everyone's grandparents <laughs> It is a literal utility belt with a ton of shit on it Grab what thing, we're yeah, dangling yeah. from the streets And then for half of the movie, he can like glide down. His wings open up, and his enormous nine-foot wingspan, and he just sort of like, ha ha, ha, ha <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, down like the angel down.
1: Gabriel, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the second that like Vicky Vale takes the the batarang, or you know, like the lasso, the zip line, yeah, 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 the zip line thing, he just fucking drops to the pavement like a bag of shit. And then, how gets- do you think he was doing the floaty stuff beforehand? He's all on zip wire. That's I mean, why he drops... Uh, there's no way that he can do directional fucking zip wires with one bit of belt. There's no way. Too fantastical. But a man being dropped into a vat of chemicals and then
1: coming out as a, as a white-faced... Okay, I hear you. I hear you. A man dressing up as a bat to fight crime, like some sort of a fascist man... Elon Musk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a man gracefully fucking hovering down like, yeah, you know, yeah. like an angel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so you're fine. You're, with, your day.
1: you're fine with Elon Musk going out and beating the shit out of the poor as long as he doesn't do it with any sort of grace.
0: Yeah, just do it with Twitter like a normal person. <laughs> 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 but what I'm saying is, right, is when when the joke has dropped into the, the vat of chemicals, which is ridiculous, that's a bit fantastical. Yeah, right? but, it's, but it's
1: in line with Under the Red Hood and all that sort of stuff.
0: He he doesn't go through this like mad psychotic thing of like now I'm a supervillain. <laughs> he just goes back. He goes back to his criminal enterprise yeah, yeah. like headquarters. Just less and hinged. is like you fucked me over, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Guess who's getting revenge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all of his sort of like all of his focus is on being the is climbing the next step on the criminal ladder. It never changes. Well, he's sort just, of, because
1: once he's, he's at the top of the ladder, he just sees a picture of a woman and goes, I'm going to bonk her. And then that's his motivation for the rest of the film.
0: I mean, that was his motivation when he was second in command. He's, yeah, like, then... he's consistently criminal. He's just you... a randy joker. Just... <laughs> yeah. He just wants to <laughs> no. run about, cause havoc mm. and fuck. Like, But he's so unapologetically that. But the fact is, is his backstory of everything that he's put into it is present in I, this movie.
1: I violently disagree with the Joker having a backstory. Because he's 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 not supposed to be he's not supposed to be the result of anything. You can't rationalise what gets him there. Yeah, I, he I is, understand. This. he is chaos incarnate. He is the
0: unfairness of the world brought to your door with a switchblade. Kind of agree, right? I kind of agree. But then I also think that with no motivation, it's heartless. And this is why I struggle with Batman normally, because I, I struggle with the villain side of it, because it is just like watching my high school bullies do really fucking well. Like, that's all it is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're just... That's they're the all horror pretty. of the Joker. They're yeah. all pretty. They're all in, like, fucking super buff shape. They're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they can just walk out into a fucking football field with a bomb and go, I have a crab on my face. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, that's where wow. I that's where I lose touch with it, man. The Joker in this movie, Jack Nicholson, is a fucking bona fide badass. But I would argue that, I mean,
1: I I don't didn't disenjoy Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's it's impossible to... to... He's not good. enjoy this joke he's too good. too good but I enjoyed it the same way that I enjoy Whacking Phoenix's Joker is for me it's not the Joker it's it's a little pocket universe version of the Joker my favourite Joker is Mark Hamill in the Arkham Games and the animated series that's animated of-
0: series Joker will never be touched that's, that's the holy grail of Jokers and anyone that disagrees we can we can fight that's fine I will we'll lose at- but I will show up alright I will show up and I will lose with grace <laughs> I will do my. I've watched two Batmans now. If I can't turn my neck beard into a Batarang, I don't know what to do. Very it will true. Take, very right? true. Although you will unfortunately end up sustaining
1: a massive neck injury like Michael Keaton seems to have in this film. <laughs> 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 just do the entire thing in a fucking neck break. There are so many shots of Michael Keaton doing something which are just vastly, vastly ruined by the fact that his face and shoulders always remain perfectly in line when he has to look up the bell tower at the end of this movie and he has to do this weird sort of limbo, like a sort of Star Wars 70s action figure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Sorry, I was acting it out then, but that is exactly...
1: <sighs> but no, I, I, I think the Jack Nicholson, to come back to my point, the Jack Nicholson Joker in this film is fantastic. He's got more um, sadism. He's got the right amount of sadism in this film, which uh, Heath Ledger version has but it isn't brought to the forefront of the script as much and i think it's interesting to see how much jack nicholson's
0: joker enjoys the pain he's causing for its own sake so jack nicholson's joker everything has heart everything has soul he never does anything without a reason for doing it right he's climbing to the top of his criminal ladder he's he wants to be top dog in that enterprise that's like the whole thing dropped in chemicals now he's he's like presumed dead He's reported dead. He is, like, fucking untouchable. He's fully, fully unhinged at this point because that was, like, the last straw where it was, like, this cunt fucking set me up over a woman, so I'm going to go fucking batshit. And then I get, well, literally batshit. Literally batshit, right? But then whilst all this is unfolding and whilst you have this sort of, like, character arc and this dynamic unfolding and you're watching the Joker become, like, his final form, like, he's evolved from lowly street murderer to fucking, like, criminal second in charge to... Like, this insane Joker. Whilst all that's going on, you have the political unrest of a, of a city caught up in crime, but you also now have, like, the, vigil- the winged vigilante, which has got all these criminals and all these henchmen, like, scared Dead. shitless. Yeah, yeah, So now, the Joker's reached the top of his, of his ladder, right? There's only one thing left to do, and that's to fucking conquer Gotham, and he can't do that with the Batman doing it, and it's this perfect... Everything is timed perfectly. Everything has direction. Everything is like. Everything is very purposeful, and I fucking loved that aspect of it.
1: I, I loved missed, it. I missed the tightness of the relationship between the two of them, and I right. think that the difficulty is is that the Ledger Joker is so fantastic because everything he is is a reaction to what Batman is, and okay. that, and that so so. So if you look at if you look at the actual like philosophy of Batman, he is a mil- he's a billionaire yeah. who goes goes outside of due process and exerts his will on crime with no no jury, no judge, and just goes. This is what's right because I have decided it's right because I have the means to decide that this is right. I'm going to do it. It's sort of well, it's not sort of. It's incredibly fascist, right? And then you have. On the, the flip side of that, in the Nolan films, you have the um, uh, Heath Ledger Joker, who is incredibly anarchist. And so you miss that intent, but it works better as the yin to the yang of Batman because he goes, there's that scene where he's in there with Harvey Dent and he goes, I'm just a dog chasing a car. I love chaos because the thing about chaos is it's fair. Chaos is fair. And so there's that wonderful, they're, they're philosophically opposite to one another. Whereas in this one, Jack Nicholson does some things that Ledger doesn't with the malice and the revelry, but I didn't feel that philosophical difference between them. No, definitely. Ledger is chaos incarnate and therefore he misses that intent. Nicholson has the intent and therefore he's philosophically less of the opposite player to Batman. They're both rivals doing the same thing rather than rivals doing the opposite.
0: I 100% agree with you, right? But I think... You just it's, prefer It's more interesting. It's like watching two heavyweights on a pay-per-view. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly what this movie is. It's two it's a Clash of the Titans set in Tim Burton's fucking beautiful Gorgeous. dingy, grim yeah, yeah. Gotham that is so aesthetically pleasing. The the building shapes and the, the steam and the grey and the dark mm-hmm. shadows everywhere. It's like fucking Final Fantasy VII underneath the plate yeah, you know yeah the I mean? whole shinra corporation just yeah 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 you've got the rich that live on the plate on the shinra plate like up above but then you've got the the slums and stuff down low it was just it's just fucking wonderful what was your thoughts on um michael keaton's bruce wayne i initially was i wasn't there for it i was like ah this is going to be the 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 start of the batman for me isn't like the playboy billionaire like hey let's do a cocktail party i can't stand it i I, I just there's no relationship there for me yeah 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 um so when keaton started out i was a bit like oh fuck's sake and then when he's going on a date with uh vicky Vale, and they're in that that you know the really long dining table and he's he's presenting himself to be like the, the billionaire guy but then there's a moment where he's like Fuck this. <laughs> I don't... I've never been in this room. I don't know. Should we just... Should we get out of it? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. I might be back in this. And then as the movie goes on, it's very, very clear that he values himself less than the general public.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent.
0: And which that appeals to me because it's, it's almost like losing his family as a child. He's now taking it upon himself that... The city that took his family from him now needs to be protected like, like a family itself. And he will then put himself below that need and always like, serve that one purpose, which really fucking spoke to me. And I, I was, think, I was I there think for it, man. what Keaton does
1: so well in this film is he shows he doesn't tell. One of my big problems with the recent one, The Batman, is mm-hmm. you've got Pattinson, who's just like, I'm sad because my parents died. This is how I feel about this. I'm not going to actually do anything with my face, so I'll tell you with narration. Keaton, Keaton wildly doesn't do that. disagree with everything <laughs> that you just said, but that's fine. I'm going to carry
0: on because I know you're yeah, trying yeah. to make a point, and we won't argue about this now because well, we've got that episode well, yeah, coming yeah. up. Cool. But,
1: um, but but Keaton allows you to infer what's going on by how he acts and the way he delivers his lines without having to be explicitly told. You're incredibly right, that that sense that he doesn't value himself as much as a random person on the street. Exactly. You're never told that.
0: No, 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 definitely Directly not. with
1: dialogue. Keaton allows you to draw that conclusion yourself by the way he plays the role. And he's fucking excellent. I think Michael Keaton, I've, I've just finished watching um, Dope Sick, which was a Hulu 10 part mini series about the oxycontin crisis where he plays a, a a local gp um who's who's at first sort of a bit hesitant but then spotlight the founder birdman i'm i've fallen in sort of hetero love with michael keaton i think he might be the best actor we've got currently
0: He's one of them definitely <laughs> yeah he's one of them 100% spotlight man you'll you'll see it i'm here for it man i fucking love him um i didn't expect this To be fair, I I never remember Keaton's Batman being like this. And I also never remember relating to a Batman movie like I do this. But it's on both fronts. Like, I really fucking love the Batman in this movie. And I really fucking love the Joker in this movie. I think I haven't really related to a Batman villain. Because as I said, like, everyone in DC is in impeccable shape. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone's got their shit together. Even when they're, like, insane, they somehow have all their shit together.
1: Ledger's, Ledger's a fucking
0: mess. I mean, what how, the opening scene he pulls off one of the greatest robberies that's ever been fucking done in cinema, you're telling me he's just what pulled out of his ass. Shut up.
1: But you know, like, but
0: he look he looks like he smells. He looks horrible. Just because you don't shower doesn't mean you can't fucking take notes and be sort of like right, you be here at this time, I'll see you there. And then he goes and does it. Like he has his shit together? <laughs> right. it's like, basically,
1: basically, you're envious of Heath as his joker because he can turn up on time. Don't agree with <laughs> it because it, it a doesn't superpower. happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just unrealistic. That's <laughs> bullshit, man. I think I've spent my entire life like lowering the bar so much that if I was to show up to work on time, people would be like, "Way, Well done, yeah. man, well done. Good job today. Yeah, yeah. You really fucking pulled out of the bag, man. And all I've done is show up on time. But I feel like I've done something great. You know what I mean? But whereas if you're a criminal and you're not working for anyone, come on. Come on. You know, if it means you can bump off a guy and make 20%
1: extra that day, you'd be there. I mean... For an extra 20% on the takings.
0: Do you know what feels better than an extra 20%? Half an hour lying. <laughs> half an hour lying when you know you've got to be somewhere. And I'll challenge me on anything that nothing feels that good. You can be on a diet for fucking three months, right? You can come off that diet and order yourself six pizzas, four cheeseburgers, and a fucking large fries. Guaranteed to you, it won't taste as good as an extra half hour in bed when you need to be out somewhere. Guaranteed.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't deny, man. I'm the same. I'm That's what I'm saying, right? man. Here's a question for you. Uh, when they weren't able to get Jack Nicholson for this film and they approached Robin Williams and he very nearly signed on to it until they told Jack Nicholson that Robin Williams was going to do it and he went, fuck it, I'll do it then. Uh, Robin Williams never forgave Warner Brothers. He basically said he would never do a Warner Brothers picture until they f- apologised for using him as bait. But in the... Oh, well, rightly so, man. Fuck those guys. But in the, in the trouser leg of time where Robin Williams
0: did play the Joker, would you be here for it? 100%. Do you think it would be better? No, I think it would be an entirely different experience. Robin Williams would bring a different type of seediness to the role. Not in a literal set. I don't think he's a seedy man. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when he does like international the darker... treasure,
1: Robin Williams hashtag <laughs> Me Too by Ben Gross.
0: <laughs> We've got an exclusive for you guys. What I'm saying is, fuck off. Right, that is what I'm saying to you. But also, what I'm saying about Robin Williams is yep. that when he does the like the the negative and the like the the bad guys, one hour photo. Yeah, dude, it's just next level. Like, yeah, yeah. He just fucking embodies it, man. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that Jack Nicholson doesn't because I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want that movie over this one. Like ever. because It'd I be feel interesting like,
1: to see, but it wouldn't be as good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched a few of the Batmans that we're going to be watching. I haven't watched all of them because I gave no. up, to be fair. Yeah, the yeah. Nolan movies, I, I saw, I didn't see the third one, I don't think. Yeah, you did. Crabface. Tom Hardy. I but- I walked out of the cinema on Crabface. I think I might have seen it what? after that. It was boring, man. I was done with it. Tom Hardy's the bane of your life. Fucking, you're the Bane of my life. <laughs> fucking crab face. have <laughs> um, yes, like, seen. Uh, <laughs> this is awful. This is like party trick fucking sensual right now.
1: I've got a pipe glass over my face. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah. apparently this has turned into an audio version of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Fantastic. Oh, fucking
1: great series. Yeah, great. I've only watched for an
0: audio version of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Man. Yeah, go and watch we're it. We insanely, insanely good. Uh, but did what you ever I'm watch Man is, to Man right, with
1: Dean Lerner? You, say that again. Did you ever watch Man to Man with Dean Lerner? Dean Lerner, Garth Marenghi character, Yeah, yeah. has a talk show where he interviews increasingly less relevant people, and <gasps> it's the funniest thing
0: I've ever seen. Especially, like Space Coast Coast to Coast? Yeah. But not cartoon. But not cartoon, with Richard Iowadi playing Dean Lerner. And it, well, it's set in the Garth Marenghi universe. Yes. This is fucking amazing. All right, yes. yeah, talk to me about this after the episode, bro. Right? Because <laughs> I, I need that in my life, yeah, like, yeah, immediately. Yeah. It's, it's got a fantastic
1: bit about Deaf Leopard, where he's like, what if we name ourselves after an animal? Like, I don't know, a tiger. No, that's a bit too obvious. What about a leopard? That's a bit angry. So what if we give a disability? I know, we'll make it deaf, but then we'll drop the A just to make it cool. Bell <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really like Def Leppard.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, my sister's
0: favourite band. Is it? Yeah, that was a bonding point when I was when I was a kid. We used to listen to loads of Def Leopard. I don't think I could name a song. What I'm saying is, in <laughs> summation of all of this. Right, <laughs> my turn to be the derailer. Is that? It's fun though, right?
1: Yeah, it's great fun. I also,
0: I know what it's like on the other end now and it's fucking annoying. So <laughs> yeah. what I need to do is either step up my game so I can do it smoother and then uh-huh. bring it back around because you're just leaving me hanging, man. I try and bring it back in. See, that's the art form. It's the ending. Uh-huh. See, now, now I'm derailing about derailing, but to bring <laughs> it back in and fold it back in on itself nicely and tuck, tuck the corners of the mouth in, Jack Nicholson would always be the best choice for this movie because Robin Williams would be insanely good. Yeah. But I would never swap out this movie for anyone else like ever. What are you going to rate it? Um 66 was a fat 10. And I didn't really relate to the villains. I fucking loved them. <laughs> it's impossible to relate to them because I don't know what it's like to uh-huh. own an exploding octopus for Penguin. I've never had a rocket right shit in the sky for me like Riddler. My jack-in-the-box only throws me through doors, not windows. So I can't really relate to Joker. Um, you don't have a tiny cat-shaped radio. No, I don't. We can, we can um, make that happen. That's easy. Catwoman was the boss in that movie and literally yes, did nothing but, like, honeypot. Bruce Wayne. yeah, yeah. The real villain was the feminists all along, according to that film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the it was and the drinkers. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, gosh, damn you on it. <laughs> um, I so I think if that was a fat ten for like pure enjoyment and fucking sheer goofiness, I think Tim Burton's take on this is classic Tim Burton. The aesthetics are perfect. The villain is perfect. I'm pissed off that Batman kills people in this movie. Because I always thought that that wasn't his thing, right? It, it's he shoots someone in the shoulder within the first like fifteen minutes of the film. He shoots someone in the shoulder with his fucking batarang and then just leaves them dangling from the sky from an open shoulder wound.
1: Yeah, so it's it does it does happen in the comics. Um,
0: It does. I know it happens in the comics, like every now and then, right? But I thought it was like his his moral and ethic code to not kill people. It's because his parents were killed with a gun. So he refuses to use guns. So he, he can but kill I mean, people, the,
1: but he just doesn't use guns. He, he, he tries to avoid it. I mean, so in the, I think it's the giant of Hugo Strange in like 1940, Batman fire on Hugo Strange's men from the Batplane. Like that was used. Uh, like it, it happens from time to time. He just doesn't do it all the time. I know Snyder then took that and was like, well, he's going to do it all the fucking time. Like I don't, you know, yes. And also you've got to bear in mind that we had Comics Code Authority Batman where Batman didn't kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is Burton being like, okay, we're going we're gonna to take off the training wheels and go darker
0: now. Um, I can see that, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't shoot people to kill them. He throws, no, exactly, yeah. He throws, Jack, he throws the Joker off a fucking
1: cathedral spire. But, I mean, how many comic books has the Joker appeared to be dead and then he's
0: not? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a it's thing. Jack- I, I haven't seen the next one. I haven't seen the next movie that we're doing. He's not in this next one. I, is I this expect- his only? Is this the only appearance of yes. Jack Nicholson's Joker? Yes. This might be the peak for me then. This might be the peak because it... You say that. Until get- Mr. Freeze. That was my childhood Batman. <laughs> Mr. Freeze is the one, man. Is that George Clooney or Val Kilmer? I, I don't know the Batman. I can tell you who plays <laughs> Mr. Freeze.
1: <laughs> Jim Carrey. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... No, I think I think it's going to get better for you now because I am going to we're
0: getting into the ones that I really enjoy once we get to Nolan. Uh, so I'm not looking forward to the cause I know that we've got some movies coming up that I'm going to fucking despise. I'm trying to figure out the rating still on this one, right? Cuz I want to say a fat 10, but I don't know whether the next one's going to be better. Or For worse. me it is.
1: For me it is cuz it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in the camera. Yeah, but that's costume, because it's you-
0: formative in my okay. my life. Very formative in my life, <laughs> but then I'm also thinking, Mister Freeze. Like, I that was my formative childhood. Formative in yours, yeah. I know Nolan's is going to be a fucking Nolan's you, dive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh it's you are fun. Im-
1: you are impossible to underestimate. Aren't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a ten. I don't think right? I I think it's a peak for the Joker for me, man. It's the most relatable Joker. I love the backstory. I love that he's got morals and ethics and he's got the whole honour among thieves apart from fucking his boss's mistress. Uh, you see, all those things I don't like. Uh, so I'm going to give this an I 8. That. I don't okay. like the fact that
1: they, they made him the Joe Chill character. So he's now killed Batman's parents, which is a... Yeah, but he's a fan of Prince. But, I mean... Oh, That's got bump is... up at least one. Yeah, it has. It has. It would have been a seven, but the Prince songs have bumped
0: up All right, to an yeah, eight. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And that's fair, Danny that's
1: Elfman's fair. score is possibly the most iconic Batman score
0: there will ever be. Oh my be. God. Dude, it's unreal. It's unreal It's un-fucking-real. <laughs> the playfulness and sinisterness yeah. that he can, like, intertwine together. Balance of light and dark. Dude, it's fucking fever dream music. That's like you're, you're one minute you're skipping in a field like a, a meadow full of flowers but then in the next second there is bees. <laughs> 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 it's beautiful. So it's what, good. you're going it's eight good. out
1: of ten then, yeah? Eight out of ten, that gives me wiggle room for some films coming up. Batman right. Returns, I remember being one of my favourite films as a child. Okay. I'm either going to uh, turn up
0: next week Hideously disappointed or incredibly yeah. excited. I remember the Mister Freeze Batman. I don't. I, I. don't even know what Batman it is. I don't know what film it's from. I just remember Mister Freeze I think that's because Batman
1: and Robin, and Robin, maybe or
0: Batman Forever, maybe. We'll find out. Find out with us. It's a um, shit film. Like I'm not under any. I'm not under any illusion that it's an amazing film. But Mister Freeze wasn't is Alicia fucking Silverstone hilarious. in one of them.
1: Maybe I don't know. Oh God, it's all to come in it. It's all to come, man. For me, the low
0: point is going to be Justice League Snyder Cut, which is four hours and ten minutes long. Batman v Superman is always going to be the low point. That's always going to be the reference point of what the fuck did we just watch? It's always going to be that. You've not seen the Snyder Cut yet, mate. Imagine Batman v Superman, but twice the length. I left the cinema twice for Batman v Superman. I left it once because I was annoyed. And then one of my friends, friends, loose air quotes, friends, was like, oh, hey, it's actually not that bad. It gets a little bit better after this. And then that's when I got to the Martha... Nah, and was like, I was nah, like, nah. we're not friends. We're not. If you were my friend, you wouldn't have made me spend more money on this piece of shit. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the last time I spoke to that person. I, that might have been the cutoff point. Yeah. I know for a fact that you've got the Snyder cut on Blu ray sat behind you. I bought all the Batman movies on Blu ray. I don't like, I, I've never liked Batman. I literally walked into HMV, represent. <laughs> scum I walked into HMV and I was like I want all of your Batman movies can you please fetch me the 1940s one and they were like there isn't a 1940s one stop being weird is. I was like please we just chose not to cover it yeah because <laughs> it wasn't not really available. a film
1: well yeah it's also not a film it's a collection of serials. so yeah and anyway. Anyway, not, the, not the crunchy kind not the crunchy right. kind no uh, we love you all dearly thank you for tuning in uh, what's coming up next for us we've got Batman Returns next week and Batman we might- Returns
0: next week we might have got, a movie news, we might sneak in there if anything exciting happens, but you never know. We definitely have a movie news this week. I've got a, a list as long as my penis, which is like three points long. There it's enormous go. now. There we go, yeah. There so we go. I need to get those three points off my chest. <laughs> What's it doing on your chest? That's a bit high up for a... Okay, yeah, it's no, detachable, no. man. I mean, I don't really know how this shit works. Like, how do you guys do it standing up, man? <laughs> Thank you so much for the support. We love you. (laughs)